Hey everybody and welcome to the Daily Bounces Meaning of Life podcast, um, we're episode 23 and I'm here with uh, my co-host Faz Kinkasakian and this, the theme of today is um, can we build an alternate uh, structure or reality, um, can we build an alternate way of living? Um, now the, kind of the inspiration for this, the topic of today's podcast um, was actually a conversation I was having with them. Um, with a with an author I really I really enjoy a guy called Daniel Pinchbeck who wrote uh, a book called Breaking Open the Head uh, and another book called um, uh, Two Thousand and Twelve um, and he's kind of a I I found him through you know some of you know that I've used psychedelics in my past and I've used uh, ayahuasca and uh, psilocybin mushrooms and huachuma um, which is a um, uh, for a uh, mescaline. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I was turned on to Daniel Pinchbeck th- uh, you know, through my use of that and being involved in that kind of world and he's a kind of a real kind of interesting radical thinker about um, spirituality in the modern age and um, the, cr- the ecological crisis and um, how they're linked together how our ecological crisis is linked with our, our, our spiritual crisis and we, did a, we actually did a podcast about this didn't we? Um, ecology without spirituality Right. Which was, I forget which episode it was. I forget too. But you remember how what we discussed? Um, yeah, I mean the the idea was that um, what's happening, the ravages to the environment, are begin with the interior landscape being toxic to begin with, and vice versa, and the interrelationship between the two. Which I think is yeah, I think is, is spot on. I think Pinchberg's really interesting on that, um, and I agree with him. Um, but the, anyway, I got into a kind of a debate with Daniel Pinchberg on, on Facebook, actually. He's, I've been following him for a while. And uh, he was uh, saying, he was using the, um, the false equivalence meme um, that I spoke out about quite a lot on the banter. He was um, saying that uh, before the election that basically Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump were just as bad as each other. And uh, fast forward to the election and the reality of Donald Trump set in. And he's been on Facebook, um, you know, discussing it and saying, you know, this is bad, this is really, really bad, and we need to um, drastically rethink how we go about engaging with Trump supporters and how do we think about, um, you know, what do we do now? Because, you know, given given how appalling Trump and his administration picks are. Um, so anyway, I wrote on a comment on Facebook, I wrote on his wall, and I said, look, um, do you think now that, in light of what's just been happening over the last few weeks, do you think maybe you were wrong or that you bear some responsibility for um, what's happened now, that you, you were one of the people who were, was promoting this, this fault, this, in my opinion at least, it was a very faulty way of thinking about these two candidates, that Hillary Clinton was in, even in, in the same universe as Donald Trump. Um, so we got into it back and forth and... and um, you know he's very critical of of the left of 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 the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton, and his argument <clears throat> he argued basically that uh, the system itself is broken beyond repair, uh, and that we need to transition very very rapidly into some new um, economic uh, uh, system and uh, you know a new form of government a new form of organising ourselves that isn't reliant on on the old structures of government. Um, and that we have the technology to do this already. Um, you know, we've got social, you know, social networks. We've got uh, lots of interesting kind of platforms that can be used to um, 
uh, crowdfund things, organise stuff, make this, you know, create companies online, um, organise uh, community gatherings, and so we've got all the tools that we need to create this massive transition, and that Trump might well be the the kind of that thing that pushes us over the edge and forces us to make these radical changes that we need to make in order to become a kind of sustainable society. Um, and my take on it is that it's very interesting. So I'm banging on here, but but you have to bear with me a little bit. But my my take is that that's interesting, and I don't necessarily disagree with him. But history shows us that um, uh, entrenched power doesn't give way easily, right? And entrenched economic interest doesn't give way easily. And the government, um, uh, whether you like the system or, or dislike the system. It, it can it can be used to create good it can be used for good outcomes um, you know anti-poverty programs the environmental protection agency uh, FEMA you know disaster relief uh, funding public education funding public libraries uh, building infrastructure transport um, you know enforcing environmental legislation that kind of stuff so my my, my view on it was that fine. I mean, yeah, maybe we, there, we could have an alternate system, but it doesn't mean we should just abandon the current structure. Every time that's been attempted, uh, it, it's been a disaster for everyone, you know, or for particularly the vulnerable minorities, poor people, women, uh, you know, homosexuals, that kind of thing. So anyway, that's the topic of the debate. Sorry, it took a long time to kind of articulate it or encapsulate what we're going to be talking about. Um, but I think it's interesting because because do we have the resources available to com- make a complete pivot? It's funny because I feel like very recently, just in light of with the election and all that's happened, I feel like things that we've been talking about, I guess for almost a year, maybe more than a year yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. half a year at least, um, is being brought very much in an immediate focus. And mm. they're not very esoteric issues anymore in my mind they're very real practical issues and what the the the, the system it's just is all of it yeah, yeah just the idea of so we need to find you know what what may have what we may have initially posited when we started talking about these things as mm. uh ways to just help yourself feel better and freer mm. and happier now really is about well we need to do this for our collective survival slash integrity of who we are as human beings Mm. and what kind of legacy we live environmentally i think primarily but you know as we talked about not exclusively it's it's all wrapped up into the same thing it's you can call it by different names but really it's all this part of the same issue of how are we deciding to live together with each other with all beings really Mm. so so i think like it's funny and it's interesting that you said you know we shouldn't abandon and I agree with that, but I fear we're at a point where this it's already abandoned itself. Like the system has already gotten to a point where we're reaching its inevitable comical conclusion that, that the idea of unfettered, postmodern, or Western, whatever, late era we'll call it, late era, unbridled, unfettered capitalism and the primary organization of human beings as a, as a commercial entity... Mm. is why we exist, what we do, and who we serve. I feel that that is, uh, given the environmental crisis, itself 
bringing itself to a close, whether it likes it or not. Mm. And it may not realize it because it's, it's still thinking in, in short-term cycle. But if you look at all signs, mm. and it's not even just environmental signs. Like, really, are we a, a society we're proud of? Like, really sitting in 2016, when every day you have school shootings that are, like, as common as weather reports and poverty sports and, scores. Yeah, and you, you have know, mass poverty. Mass poverty. Um, just the general malaise and sadness and apathy and hopelessness. Half the people aren't even engaged in voting. Mm. So, you know, I, I think that really we have to ask ourselves very deeply. And, and I, I feel that its defense at, at this point comes... You have to really try hard to, to defend the, the, the status stage, quo. Stage quo to say that it's delivering. You know? Right, right, right. I mean, look... Um, one of the reasons that I was uh, very, very supportive of Hillary Clinton um, was not necessarily because I liked her or I thought that she was, you know, this kind of great visionary for a new, bold, a new future. Like I, you know, one of the, I, I felt genuinely that she, she offered a virtually nothing about you know, what was her vision for the future, you know, a, a better sort of society. Um, I was quite dismayed with that but I didn't think she could have made it as the kind of hope change candidate um, but one of the reasons why I was so uh, such an advocate um, was because I saw the dangers of of the opposition of the Republican Party of Donald Trump um, that I mean it's, you know the Democrats I, I view the Democrats as trying to put the brakes on you know, they're trying to put the brakes on the train that's running over the cliff, and the Republicans are trying to accelerate through over that cliff as fast as possible. Yeah, so so it's funny, like, maybe the analogy is, like, is, we're, so we're already off the cliff, right? Like, the system's already in free fall. We flap really hard, we have the appearance of flight. We think flapping harder is going to maybe, like, rescue us. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, but I, I just, I, I see that there is no... This, I guess what I'm saying is don't look for the answers in from the mouths of the people that got us here. You know, And I'm not saying we need a widespread discrediting of everything for the sake of being contrarian. Mm. But those people, there's a lot of people who have a vested stake in the, way, in the world as it is. And mm. that's on the right and left. And both sides... Well, we all do. I mean, look, you know... Yeah. If, intellectual discussion aside I mean we both do absolutely you know? we all do e everybody does like we have I mean look even if you go like open the books of or, or if you ask kind of what are the the personal holdings and retirement accounts of like someone who donates half their time to cons conservation court you know causes and builds trails over the weekend I guarantee you they're you know, their holdings are going to be somehow wrapped up in fossil fuel. You know, it's going to be a portfolio of funds that is ultimately, you know, it's, it's a bet on a certain type of future mm. coming to pass that you actually don't want to come to pass. And I think we're all, you know what, you know what the situation's almost like? Like we are sitting in the north and you and I are wearing clothes and we're talking about abolition, you know, and, and that's mm. kind of how we all are right now. Like we know that on a very deep level mm. we're supporting all our daily banal choices are supporting a system that doesn't serve any of us and it strips people of of dignity and security in life and yet mm. we don't know quite yet how to how completely to, how exist to, without it how to move away from it yeah. yeah 
I mean, look, and, and this is my point with Daniel Pinchback. I see, you know, all these things, all these social networks and stuff. I, I, I do sincerely believe that what we're witnessing with the internet and what, we in, what we're witnessing with the emergence of, of, of social networks um, and platforms that can help, you know, crowdfunding platforms and things like that, um, platforms that help people organise things, um, is we're witnessing the emergence of a new structure. Right, of some, you know, a genuinely new way of organizing human society, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's self-evident. I right? think that's right. I think that um, what I'll say is that I think that it's almost like we're getting to a point where if we were wise, we'd start doing this now, these parallel structures, because the shock is coming, right? Mm. We, we know that there's another, like, if in fact, you know what the end game looks like, you have to backwards think of okay, well then, am I ready to feed myself, close my, clothe myself, educate myself? Um, you know, how do I like what? What does it mean to be a human being in this other world, in this mm. world where we can't rely on borrowed fossil fuels? Which really, mm. that's credit. That's like environment's credit to us, right? Mm. Fossil fuels are the environment extending a credit line, mm. saying, hey use this if we were wise we would use it to invest we didn't mm. do that we're just basically blowing it on metaphorically like a weekend in vegas like mm. if you look at how we've essentially used fossil fuels so there's been no reinvestment in how do we what's an actual sustainable future with that fossil mm. fuel so 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 if we were wise we'd start actually building these structures right now what i fear is it's like gonna be calamitous and then you know, then it's like the road scenario, or like what take you know Mad Max, pick mm. your apocalyptic. I mean, look, that, you know? and that's the that is the fear. You know, I mean, and Daniel Pinchbeck's whole point is that um, we've seen it before. We've seen an ability to transition from one system to another very, very quickly. I mean, if you look, if you just look at, I can't remember whether he made this point, but I'll make the point. If you look at World War Two, for example, and if you look at the U.S. and and every economy during World War Two changed overnight. Right. From a from a non war economy to a wartime yeah. economy. And it was, you know, incredibly successful. Yeah, I think what it takes is 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 with war it's especially evident because you're so what it takes is the change in consciousness, right? And I think and I'll agree that it could happen in a flicker of a second and actually changes in consciousness require no effort and almost no time when they happen. It just happens. Yeah, yeah, it just happens. It kind of washes over instantaneously. Everyone's like, okay, well, that idea was bad. We Let's moved. do, yeah. yeah we and, I, and I feel that, I feel, maybe this is just me, but I genuinely sense that something has shifted. Now Donald Trump is in power. Yeah, I think it's going to, I think that's true and I think it's going to happen by erosion rather than by earthquake. It's not going to be a singular thing. But I think you're already starting to see it because... This might have tipped people. Like over the, the, the election of Donald Trump has shaken a lot of people. It has, but I think it, it hasn't necessarily completely discredited the, system. the entire way we do things. And live, but it's right? but it's it's calling it into question that this is. I don't know if it is, man. I, I I see people having the same kind of battles of like, well, it was because the right party didn't get in, and these people didn't do that and that. But you know, I'm talking about like, is anyone? Do, do we feel because of his election that there's been a fundamental discrediting of? the way you and I live and the way we conduct our lives and we treat ourselves and our societies and people abroad, mm. you know, I, I don't know if that's the case. And, mm. and I don't know if any singular, I don't know if, if, if one thing can even do that. Like, like that, that's too hard of a, 
you know, I don't know if one thing can do that. I think that surely it has discredited even more because now you see people on the right and left saying, well, these institutions are bankrupt. They, mm. they really, no one, A, predicted it. Mm. These guys, you know, all the institutions that we generally look to for answers didn't have any. And A, couldn't have predicted. B, can't stop the train right now as it's going. Mm. So I feel like, yes, to some degree that there's been a discrediting happening, mm. but I don't know if it's necessarily a healthy discrediting and maybe I think that, you know, there's there's a... And like now I'm going to kind of think of like, well, maybe this discrediting is necessary, maybe for, for the alternative structures to be built, maybe people, maybe that... I mean, I guess what I'll say is whether we choose it or not, mm. I feel and I think that the discrediting is inevitable. I think that Wall Street's going to fail again. Mm. The way we conduct our economy is going to fail again. The boom and bust cycle is going to ravage us again. Um, Social security is a bust. Environmental protections are a bust. Like, mm. I think that the conventional safeguards are, at this point, it's moot. And even if we get back traction in the 2020s, mm. It's game over, man. It's 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 at this point we be better we're better served thinking about how to steal ourselves spiritually mm -hmm. and to engage in our communities and to learn to be. I don't want to talk like a survivalist or apocalyptic person here, but it's like you know if tomorrow the stores really didn't have a delivery mechanism that was dependent on mega corporations and mega mm -hmm. farming getting you food and all this kind of stuff, like I don't know how to farm. I don't know how to get food. There are pe some people around me who do, the few indigenous people that might exist in this part of the country we're in, we're talking in, and maybe there's like a, I've seen recently like a bushcraft school that mm. does aboriginal living skills mm. in uh, somewhere in West Virginia or Virginia. Mm. But outside of those guys, I don't know. You'd like, like to get killed out there as you, you know? are. Um, I mean, look, it, it, you know, I guess the, the problem is, for me, like... Um, yeah, maybe the system is broken, but what we have in place is 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 um, uh, there are checks and balances. You know, there there is some way of of. Um, I just think we can't discount every the government. You can't just I, say I, that I think, it's all I, bad. I, I get, so I think I, I'm not saying that. I think that it's doing it to itself. I don't think that anybody has to. I don't think you and I willing it or or neglecting it has anything to do with it. I think that look. Capitalism during the Great Depression, in order to preserve itself, went against its own ideas mm. and decided to inject public funding and public spending. Mm. And basically said, you know what, in order to preserve myself, I'm going to do what's not contrary to what I'm used to doing, right? Mm. Yeah, there's moments like that. but I And, and we may yet see one. Mm. But I think that all signs right now, I would su suggest point to those forces right now from where we stand at this point not to say they won't they won't come back and rear their head but where we stand today they seem absent and in lieu of that you have to think okay well i have to think very carefully about if this was if we did have to deal with mm. the failure of our institutions how would we actually i mean part of it is is scary right because sometimes preparing for it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy right it's mm. like if everyone just went out and unplugged from mm. the the general way we do things now then yes that's a self-fulfilling prophecy that you bring into into being right mm. if, if we all kind of said all right we're not going to put our money in banks i'm going to put it in a mattress i'm going to do this i'm going to do mm. that but at the same time 
and I don't mean to yammer on here, but like at the same time, it seems to me like if we ever needed it more so, like we don't, we've never needed it more so than today, these ideas of, and we called it alternative institutions, but what about peer-to-peer banking? What about, I mean, in a way, like these things are not going to seem more secure because we willed them to be more secure, but frankly, because maybe they were our last resort after a while, right? Mm. And that, that might be, that could potentially be what we're seeing now, you know, and the emergence of, these social, you know, social networks, and I always keep my eye on Facebook and what Facebook does. I think Facebook is is a really interesting company. You might want to say that you know Facebook's evil. And did you, did you see what they did in China though? What did they do in China? So um, Zuckerberg basically worked with the Chinese government hmm. to incorporate censorship algorithms and tools to be accepted into. Uh, I mean, look. To get market entry, it, it, I would say this about Facebook and China and that move. Um, I would say that you know, it's not good, but it's better that China has an efficient social network so, like so, Facebook. So yeah, no, I, I mean you know the, I I see that argument. I guess the thing is that's worth pondering is that at the end of the day, it is is like it's a trained animal, right? As a as a mega corporation, global yeah. corporation. And you have to, it's not trained to, at the end of the day, there's no incentive for, if, I'll, I'll say this, if the profit motive mm-hmm. was ultimately to radically censor and and have tools that essentially filtered and blocked, mm-hmm. it would do so. There's no, it doesn't, there's not beholden. I mean, it's, look, the idea that like it, it is a democracy promoting tool because Zuckerberg's a good guy is the same logic of, hey, you know, it's, it's the, that's the logic of monarchy. Like, yeah, sometimes we're going to get some good kings, sometimes we're going to get some bad kings, but you don't want a structure that is... Up right, to but the some, somebody's got to build that structure in the first place, right? So perhaps, you know, you know the, to build something like Facebook, uh, there, there needed to be a profit incentive in the beginning. I think that, you know, we're now, it's just, we're just in the nascent stages. Of I, like, honestly, if there was a Facebook that that was as had the network effect meaning that everyone was already on it mm. that was not Facebook I'd be on that it's mm. just that they have tried to spring up and then when they do no one goes there which is why Facebook exists so, right, right, right. I mean but if there frankly was something else I'd be on that I wouldn't be on Facebook right so <laughs> but I mean look I mean again I'm willing to take that I'm willing to sort of take the the negative side of of, of Facebook uh, because the positive side of it, are, you know, there's huge amounts of positives from it. You know, it's just a tool. You can do with it what you want, really. Yeah, of course, you know, the, it's trying to sell you stuff, but it's, you know, it works as a marketplace. It works as a crowdfunding place. Uh, you know, there are, you know, there's like earthquake warnings and yeah, for like, look, it's I, I'd say it's largely benevolent, but again, for now, for now, like yeah. I'm saying that it could just as easily in 2030 be like a tool where you're like. Why, why, why am I only seeing a certain perspective from all these people, you know, from all the, all the people who are Mm. posting from another part of the world, right? Mm. Like, like, let's say, God forbid, we are at war with a country in 10 years, 15 years, let's say Russia, Russia is a great example. Like, like, what if Facebook decides with leaders that, okay, actually, there is, you know, a preponderance of fake news stories or this and that. And so we're going to try to control that. But as a result of controlling that, we basically get 
excessive controls, and mm. then you start to clamp down on things that, et cetera, et cetera. So what I'm saying is that, yeah, t- sitting here today, it seems to be not a pernicious force, but I don't see any reason why at some point in time... It can, it could, it can turn bad. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. But, I mean, I guess it's about... But I guess my point is that is there another way that we can um, organise ourselves? And I think that Facebook does... It provides an interesting insight into how that might one day look, you know? It's already changing the way we organise ourselves, you know? Um, but could those that type of technology be leveraged to have a completely different way of governing ourselves? Mm. And I think, you know, that that's what Pinchbeck's point is. And I think yeah. it's interesting. I don't know enough... Um, about alternative currencies, so, Bitcoin, yeah. and, and how that would integrate into, um, you know, using social networks and commerce, and how you would, yeah. uh, how you would go about trade, and um, you know, I, again, I think that the, this the technology is is Pinchback says it's there that we can we can do this now, but what does that mean? I, I just don't I don't know. I mean, to I, me, there are yeah. too many ifs and buts. So I think I think, and we talked about. I, th- I think that I have no doubt that we have the intellect and the resources. I think, mm. I think what it is is that we don't, we can't imagine, A, we have too much stock in the, in the current way that we're doing things. And then B, I'd say we don't have a, a vision. We, we don't have any reason yet to abandon what we're already doing for mm. day to day. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's, 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 it's tolerable. What we do day to day is tolerable. It might not be ideal for us. Mm. And maybe some people who have, looked further out for their own lives, say, you know what, I'd be happier if I didn't, didn't yeah. live this way and plug, you know, and we've talked about these issues before. But I think that we, we, we just maybe don't yet have a reason to do that. And I think that until folks have a reason, you're not going to see that engagement. No one's going to want to willfully, because I think in this is, I think in the short term, it means a harder life, but I mm. think it means ultimately a more fulfilling life because mm. but what is that yeah. it's a strange sort of dichotomy yeah that i've noticed between um you know for example like trump voters you know the average trump voter makes about seventy thousand a year mm-hmm. right um yeah there were a lot of poor people who voted for trump as well but but um you know so they're actually doing they're actually quite well off you know they've done well under obama Yet they voted to change. The yet they voted to bring it, you know, voting for a, a lunatic, yeah. right? But and also you've got there is this sort of idea that that even though materially you might be doing well, um, that you feel that there is this sort of lack of stability. You feel this kind of lack of stability, and ma- there's this kind of gnawing knowledge. At least that I have this gnawing knowledge that this this system cannot it cannot go on. Yeah. To think that this, to think that what we're doing now, uh, if you went 150 years into the future, you yeah. know, um, and that you'd see, you know, faster trains right. and faster cars and you know, and then it, but fast food delivered instantaneously, right? To yeah. think that that that's what human future looks like, I think is crazy. Absolutely crazy. I think I think I think it's important for us. Look, we're fish in water. It's hard to say. Like you know, it's hard for us to see the water. We're fish in it. But where we live and how we live is mm. never been done before. It is a social experiment. And it's this idea of what if you take all human beings and you essentially expose them to consumer capitalism and make that the driving objective and see what happens. 
and I think that we're living the ravages of that mm. primarily to our culture. And I think whether you're right or left, there is that that, and I think of some of this has been unhealthily uh, expressed through a lot of the people who voted for Trump in terms of maybe xenophobia or nativism or et cetera, et cetera. But I think that on multiple strata or, or different layers, there is this cultural frame that has happened. And I think it's what happens when you have, when you create a society who's just an, a conglomerate or an aggregate of atomized consumers rather than a true civic society, mm. where we are involved in each other's lives, where what happens to you ha impacts me. We are active. I know about you. I know who you are. I know who my neighbors are. It sounds very trivial and mundane to say these things and, mm. and I know we keep saying them but these are when you when you look at what creates happy healthy and frankly physically in terms of longevity of like societies that live long mm. these are these rules are not like the algebra is simple and it's there mm. but we systematically the, the forces of unbridled capitalism and I would say there's nothing wrong capitalism is a tool Right? I'm not. I'm not like be sitting here, kind of, you know, bashing capitalism wholesale. I'm saying the way we have it expressed in our society with this marriage of, of, of unbridled capitalism, consumer culture, plus mm. technology and the way that we're using it, all those that that kind of recipe together creates this absence of what we need as human beings to feel free, creative, alive, involved in each other's lives. And I think that that's why we feel, frankly, so hopeless and mm. sometimes suicidal. I think that a mm. lot of the stuff you're seeing where people freak out and they just run amok is a phenomenon of that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a theater of, of, it's a, it's a, it's a theater of like, you're putting on a show for people to express your anguish mm. to try to spread the anguish and express your own anguish. Like mm. there's no political or intellectual or, societal objective in those acts it's pure theater and it's theater of hopelessness mm. yeah i mean you know so what i think is what do we spend our time doing i guess that's one of the questions i've been grappling with do we spend our time you know working to build these alternative structures do you spend time trying to work within the system yeah to stop it from you know the, the most destructive outcomes because that's going to happen i mean now right. we've seen you look at trump you know his attorney general is going to start rolling back. He's going to start launching a war against marijuana users, right? Uh, they're about to gut Medicare and Medicaid. So you're going to have millions of elderly people and, and, the mo and poor people. Uh, uh, their healthcare costs are going to go up. Um, and in many cases, they're just not going to be able to get healthcare. Um, we're looking, you know, you're looking at um, a government that's most likely going to pull out of the Paris Climate Agreement. So we're looking at the rapid acceleration of carbon emissions in America, uh, gutting of all environmental regulation. Um, you know, things like the EPA is going to be uh, all, you, you know, you're going to have a hack who's in charge of the EPA. Who's that guy? He's a climate change My denier. Bell or... Yeah, 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 Ebel, yeah. The guy, he's a climate change denier. Right. Um, they're going to pull funding from NASA, right? So NASA studies the Earth, right? NASA's been focused a lot on studying the Earth's climate. That's changing now. So we're gonna Trump wants to go into outer space, right? Um, these in a sh in at least in the short in the short term, these this is catastrophic. This is terrible, and in the long term, right? So 
what do you do? Do you spend, or do you do both? Do you have to do both? Do you have to... It's the, I mean, it's tough, man. I, I don't know. I, stop I think, him from trying to do this stuff, or do you just go, all right, well... I, I, think, I think it's really, it's a tough, tough question, man. I mean, I think you know my answer, because at least for, for now, what, I guess it's been less than a month, almost a month. Um, you know, right now, I mean, I, I, have, I have hope and faith that maybe there's a glimmer of hope still flickering in our institutions. But that's me at my most... Well, like, maybe the electoral college stops No, it. just in general. Like, our, our, our institutions, the press, like, all of it, right? Mm. All of it together, including, you know, electoral college plus executive, judicial, all of it. Like, we suddenly kind of pull our heads from our collective asses and kind of reclaim our society. But that's me at my, like, buoyant, you know... Have, like I've gotten a good night of sleep and I feel really good about things. Hmm. More often, I think, gen, like more probably truer to how I how I think is a great confusion of really feeling as if these institutions have fundamentally failed us in a very serious way, and thinking that we need to be prepared for what comes next. And I don't know what that next thing is. Is yeah. And still trying to figure out how. To negotiate it, but I think that it starts with a resolve each of us needs to have to engage more with each other. And be it, I mean, there is pain and suffering all around us in every any community. Every listener right now is listening. There is some way to plug in and help, hmm. and it could start with simple volunteer efforts. But this idea, what has gotten us here, is this idea that I'm just going to tend my own garden and like take care of my 401k. Hmm. And I kind of, I don't really care what happens generally. And, and then every year you've seen kind of the, the rugby pulled a little bit tighter under you. And, hmm. you know, the, you know, you've been kind of, the, the earth has been dug out from under you very slowly. And then you're working more, hmm. you're more exhausted, you don't have time to give to anybody, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that we need to snap that, that, that formula needs to break. We, right, we right, have right. to figure out how to break that formula. Right, 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 and Matt, I, you know, I, I couldn't help but feel, if I'm being honest, after Trump got elected, I couldn't help but feel, partly feel motivated, and a bit more, I say excited isn't necessarily the wrong right word, but I did feel like, you know, this is the challenge that we need, you know, this is what's going to light a fire under everybody's backsides, you know and get everybody moving and doing something, you know, creating alternatives. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe this is what it takes. Maybe, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, you, put a, you have a madman in the system. Well, it's what he is, is he represents... These forces were always there, it's just very apparent and transparent now. Mm. You know, like, mm. look, is it... Like, in a way, we, we, like, we criticise him because we're like the guy is installing people who are from industry who are supposed to be regulating industry on behalf of the public interest, blah, blah, blah. Like, but hasn't that always been in a way it's been being eroded to this point for the last couple of decades. Right. But then that's so, why you vote in governments that, you know, Obama has, has, has been pretty straight, you know, with the exception of, I feel with wall street, he, he rolled on wall street. Um, you know, in a retrospect, I, I, I can, I sympathise with why he did that too. But look, I'm not saying, like, I'm not, I'm not here to kind of, I mean, history will kind of ultimately do the, the accounting of the ledger in mm. terms of how important people were to shift their society in a different way. Mm. And I think that 
really, it doesn't matter if you look at any of the leaders we've had in the 20th century, has any of them said, we're, we have a system that's addicted economically to war and sowing discord and chaos abroad. Maybe that's not such a great idea. Hmm. Has anyone done that? But that is so fundamental to our civilizational survival. I mean, in terms yeah. of a good portion of where we spend our resources. You say that people are like, oh, well, you're just a, you know, maybe today they'll say, oh, you're an agent of Russia. You want a weak U.S. Or maybe you're an agent of this or that. It's like, you know, but this is like, this is, if there's nothing more fundamental to our financial security and, and frankly, our psychic security, mm. you know, to, to have the type of system we have is an unhealthy, it, it is bad for democracy. It is bad for a civic society. It's bad for us financially. Mm. I mean, really like, look, 10 years from now, we're going to have to tell old people that I'm sorry, you're going to have to be homeless and go into these collective internment sites where we spent all the money you. on nukes. But they yeah. won't even say that. That won't even be said. That'll be the reason. Yeah, but, but they'll tell you, yeah, immigrants. They'll say, like, yeah, sure. It's the, 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 the small group du jour, the vulnerable group du jour to blame. So it's like, yeah. the sad thing is we won't even actually be able to critically lay the re real reasons at the feet of the people who deserve mm. the retribution or the, deserve the, the repudiation rather. We won't even have have that kind of clarity anymore. It just mm. we will see it happen, and then we'll blame some other reason because we're kind of doing that now. Mm. You know, right? Mm. We're kind of doing that now. We're like economically, we've been running wars that are absolutely fruitless for twenty years, and then we're saying, "Oh, well, the reason you're economic, you were economically stagnating, is is because immigration." Is, yeah, exactly. Someone else has your job. You know? Right, 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 right. Or right. we're spending social yeah. services on. I mean, if you look at the amount spent, and yes, it's a problem. But the amount spent is a tiny fractional hair sliver when it comes to our defense spending, our, our defense bloat, our healthcare bloat, and all the other places. It's, and, and then, which, of course, is like shrinking ever more. And, and we're saying, oh, well, we, we, we can't even spend, you know, the, what we call the entitlement spending that we're kind of chipping away at ever more, saying, well, we, we don't have money for this. But so is it a case of, of um, create, setting up alternatives now, I mean, I, I, it seems to me that this is what you're saying. The, conclu the only conclusion that, with your perspective, uh, is that we have to start setting up our own systems. Yes, I think what's scary for me to say aloud is that that's true. I but I don't know how the hell to do it. How the fuck to do it? Right. This is and this is the issue because I look online and there's you know there's there, the tech world is exp exploding and these you know. These, these different apps you can get and different platforms and um, some of them are interesting and some of them are, are kind of garbage they, you know they're not, not built very well uh, and I guess we j I just don't where would you even start you know I look at cryptocurrency yeah. I look at bitcoin I so don't I, really understand it I don't understand how you use I, I, it I guess like I mean what's if, the tax if, situation if we did like a, a critical self-analysis of, of our lives I think maybe would start for me with the base elements of thinking about how can I get a little bit more of my food security back? Like, I'm the the most fun. It's like Maslow's. You got to run up the Maslow ladder, right? You're like, okay. If it's a question of, there's there there is a potential risk. There's already a great homeless population right now, and and it's very hard to solve because people are also mentally ill and you know concomitant with homelessness is mental illness, etc., etc., etc. So there's like that's already a tough tough issue. There's going to be yet more homelessness. So, like, one idea is, I don't know, when the next crash comes, to have, like, a system of 
virtual Airbnbs already set up, ready to go. Look, a lot of what I'm about to say right now is crazy because I've never thought about it. Like, I've never. But it's actually, good to have. The, I feel just, it's good I'm, to have I'm, these I'm ideas right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't really have. But I'm saying, look, if yeah, you, just a, a, qu- a quick uh, cautionary <laughs> note here. Yeah, neither of us disclaimer. Neither of us are experts in anything. Right. Um, We're just two guys on a couch drinking tea and yeah, and like. You know, yeah. So discussing possibilities. Right. So 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 okay. So so let's start with food. Like we all need housing, right? So mm. either we all build mini homes, right? And we figure out how to actually build those like tiny little mini homes. Then you're like, okay, well there's gonna be a lot of people maybe thrown out when the next financial catastrophe comes, which is gonna happen. So then those people will need a place to stay. How do we create a system of that you obviously don't want strangers that you have no idea who they are staying at your place, but we do Airbnb. So maybe it's gonna be a system of Airbnbs that we all kind of have to rely mm. on in the short term. Um, I'm just thinking like it's going to take like we know the system is at risk. We're going to have to create these resiliency structures to protect each other essentially outside of these institutions that may not be there for us, right? Mm. And again, it's horrible to say because I think it's partly becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Like if we don't demand for for adequate healthcare for the old, then and other structure, you know, and then we all bear the burdens of it, then we let that we let that leads off the hook is what I'm saying. If we if we only build the alternative structures, like mm. you know, we let people. But at the same time, I'm like, we got to have something in place. So, we, you know, housing, that was one idea. Food, um, urban gardens. I don't know. I mean, rural. You don't seem to have a, that big of an issue in in in. Rural, I mean, you could grow your own food in many 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 parts of the country. I think mm. you and I who live in cities have a harder time. We have to think like more creatively about the space and mm. the time that it takes to actually. I mean, it can be done. It can be done. It can be done. Havana did it. Cuba, Cuba, Cuba did it. Um, <laughs> they have a gardening in Havana, which is crazy. Like everybody has their own garden. To what degree though do they eat? Yeah, it's from all, their own. Is a hundred percent? Almost not not a hundred percent, but almost. Uh, Absent when, the proteins, like they. When when the Soviet Union collapsed yeah. and um, they stopped getting um, food imports from Russia. Yeah. Uh, they implemented a, a, a got you know a garden revolution, and it was they managed to get their calorie count back up. It dropped in half, and they put they built it back up again. So it's possible. It's so, possible. So yeah. we got that, and then the next thing I guess is money. Mm. Here is where I would say that eventually we'll like some genius will invent some kind of you know what it, what is the like open source software is it Linux or Unix or one of the two? But it's like someone will invent the equivalent. I'm sure for some type of peer to peer lending exchange. Um, maybe even investment. Um, I mean, this stuff exists, you know, yeah. in in some form, you know. So these are all, yeah. Look, I mean, th- these are all good ideas. I think maybe just do we need it to get worse before we can before we start really taking these things seriously? Yeah, I think it's in a way it's not going to be a volitional choice. Like, look, for me, I have I'm vested in the old order, and so I'm going to try to hang on to the, old, the old order, order yeah, yeah. as much as I can. But when my like investment comes back and says actually you know sorry wall street mishandled and abused your your good yeah. goodwill mm. and now we have nothing to give you and plus by the way there's no social security to give you then i might have to think about other alternatives so this stuff's in my brain but um you know i again like it's tough to say these things because if this becomes mainstream then you let we essentially you let the guys off the hook and I was reading something, I don't know if it's true, this was one of those flyby, you know, drive-by Facebook posts where it was like 60 glo- you know, sixty people in the world have hold more wealth than half of the, the world 
population, mm. right? And, and I thought about that. I was like, look at this. Like, we have a global feudal society. It's actually probably worse than a global feudal society. Mm. And so I don't, like, if we all do this stuff, does that then let the guys off the hook to say, fine, you guys do what you want. We'll kind of insulate ourselves. We'll have mm. our own system you know, going on. Yeah. yeah we'll, like, we'll Which is fine. what most of the world does. I mean, most of the world yeah. does this. Most yeah, you're right. That's kind of actually what exists today in a way. They, they, yeah. they insulated themselves. They said, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, so, so I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm, I'm just saying that maybe I'm getting back to confirming my original point, like idea, which is that maybe we won't choose this moment, but it will just... It will be forced like, upon us, yeah. Yeah, but maybe we're wise to start thinking about how, if it happened... Look, man, for, especially for those survivalists, like everyone laughs at them. But it's like, look, worst case scenario, you have two months of canned food in your house that lives there forever, and, and then you die, you can give it to your children. But mm. if that's the worst case, like, that's not that terrible of a... My point is, being prepared is not necessarily... May not necessarily but then what, I guess it's, what, what does that... Because this could all go badly wrong. This whole sort of self-survival Absolutely. thing yeah. could also turn into an apocalyptic. Yes, and in America, self-fulfilling prophecy. In, in America, yeah. you know, there's a lot of crazy white people with guns. Yeah, that that's what always scares me about America are the crazy white. I mean, people. like the dissolution of like just becoming a weird tribe of like biker gangs, kind of. Right, you yeah. know the Mad Max. Kind that scenario of, is always in the wings, man. It's scary and sad. That that can happen as 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 <coughs> likely as a kind of you know lots yeah. of nice uh, sustainable gardens right. and. Well, and, this is why I am not for like a Jeffersonian tribal kind of a utopia. I'm rather for a strong central authority that actually protects the public interest like that's i'm a, I'm a democratic liberal at heart like that's mm. what i believe in i don't believe in like a like a, a utopia of you you and i kind of i i'm just saying these things because i'm like we may have to actually against what i would wish to happen we may mm. have to actually live this way at least in the short term mm. you know what i'm saying i just i wonder whether we see that in our lifetime you know that that's I think that's the question i'm grappling with now i mean it just seems Knowing what Trump could do um, when in power and knowing how fragile the global economy is, you know, and what happens when there is a, an economic crisis and yeah, we've got this guy in charge. I, 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 I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird and hard because, because on one hand, I think it's very probable that we may have another shock and the, systems will be, the, 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 the system will be in such tatters that it can't respond to heal itself fast enough. Mm. But on the other hand, like, I don't want to say let's all kind of eject now and start buying canned food and learning and having a garden because then we, we forgo the opportunity to actually rehabilitate. We do need, we don't want to be living in a society where you're like, it's like middle ages where, you know, there's no central authority as you travel from, you know, regional tribe to regional oh, tribe yeah, yeah. and you just happen to pass through the tribe's territory that doesn't like you and, and thinks that this color of your skin or your beliefs are weird. You know there, I mean? there is, you know, there is some good to, to the note. I mean, America, you know, yeah, yes, America conquered land and took land from other people <clears> as, as, as has every other empire done. Yeah. But one of the good things about it is that then there's the rule of law. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Right. I, I think that that's a, Absolute. I mean, this was a terrible movie, man. But did you see the Postman with Kevin Costner? No. It was like a post-apocalyptic movie where he established the mail system. Like there was no institutions. It was Mad Max future, that kind of thing. And like he wanted to just start delivering mail as kind of the like thing that is like a symbol of we're not just a bunch of like struggling tribes. Mm. Like we are something bigger. And I, and I think that 
That is absolutely critical and it's important. I think that you need uniform, ubiquitous laws in this country that say regardless of your religion and who you are and where you're from, you are protected, you are important, mm. you are valued. Like that, you know, if we lived in a Jeffersonian weird tribal conglomerate of mm. like united biker gangs, you know, the United Biker Gangs of America is not going to be a society that protects your and my civil liberties as we travel from D.C. to you know, yeah, you're protected in you know? you're protected in one area. Exactly, you know? and, and and I mean we have that to a degree now. You know, you yeah. move from state to state, um, or you move from country to country. Right, but know. there's more normalcy now, right? Like if we had yeah, if yeah. we had our institutions start to fr- really fray, mm. then you know the guy who controls that hill, you know, with his arms, because God knows, like mm. you know, it's not the democratic you know supporters of you know democratic liberals are not the ones who are arming themselves to the teeth. So you know the guy who's got that hill. You're under his, you know, jurisdiction. Was, you're yeah. essentially living the way Mongol, the Mongolia was before Genghis Khan. Yeah, and I, and I do think that the, the kind of explosion of civilization um, from the human, from a sort of biological perspective, the explosion of civilization and cities and states and infrastructure, um, th- th- there's a reason behind that. There's a reason why these institutions have dev- evolved over thousands of years. Right. Um, and I think that there is some sort of um, innate understanding or, or a growing understanding of the idea that we're all the same thing. So we're maybe, all humans. Like, you know? so, so now I'm going to like maybe put a positive spin on all that we've been talking about and say maybe what happens is um, the shock comes, the institutions buckle, but the alternative institutions show the institutions, the ideas of, of how it should be running. Mm. At its best, maybe that's what happens. Yeah, and look, we do have these. Um, the internet is a is a is a kind of a way of of um, you know, like you know, like this, you were saying the postman, right? So we don't need that anymore. We've right. got the internet. Right. You know, you can send email or message someone anywhere in the world. The borders are borders are becoming less relevant now. You know, um, I think with these with these social networks. You can talk to somebody in Iran if you wanted to on Skype. You could talk to somebody in Japan or Jamaica or wherever it is you, you want to. And it, it does make the world feel smaller. And it does make you sort of... There is, you know, the concept of a human being, of the fact that yeah. we're all human, is relatively new. Yeah. Right? It's not that... It's, it, it's, I mean, a couple hundred years ago, we thought that different races, like, right. like, like right. Africans, were not people. Right. You know, or they were like half people. You know, and who knows what other people thought about us, about white people or, or, or Westerners. There are all sorts of strange ideas that are, are about, yeah, about this um, is, yeah. that are eroding. Yeah, this is why I think, and again, my defense of a democratic liberal society, we need normalizing forces. You need to have education systems that teach every citizen uniformly. Just because you're on that hill and you're armed to the teeth doesn't give you the right to create Don't your own kill. reality. Yeah, 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 you, know? yeah. you can't create your own reality. You can't start believing in your own. There is a supremacy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, there's just a. There is like a. You know, you you need that reinforcement of the norms mm. societally mm. that you can't have when we're we're just a conglomerate of bizarre kind of. Each man on a hill, you know. Yeah, I mean. I guess it's it's always a race between um, um, education and stupidity, right? It's it's our or our better and our worst instincts. This is really I think this is what it comes down to. 
it comes down to it's kind of a battle between our, be- our best and worst instincts which which instincts do we listen to right yeah and in that sense I'm kind of with pinchbeck in, in that I think that if we listen to our better instincts and start going about creating yeah. alternative structures based on principles you know like kind of um, you know caring empathy uh, sharing resources as opposed and regeneration you know regenerating yeah you know so, environmental responsibility you know as opposed to just trashing the planet so maybe maybe this burden is now on us to take a little bit more of the load and to do more now in rebuilding the fabric of our community with without maybe we can maybe by doing that we can heal the collective right like maybe the institutions themselves can assimilate what we can do while they're anemic. Yeah, and I, and I and I did fi- I felt that you know, for example, the Obama administration was a good reflection of that. If you look at some of the stuff that Obama did, I felt that he was very much aware of a lot of these issues. Um, you know, the use of tech and stuff like that. Obama is a complete tech nerd, and he's revolutionized the White House and how it how it runs. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think sometimes they make a religion out of it in the sense of like, look, at the end of the day, some just old school injection of public funding in a program is also solved. a good way. Sure, yeah. sure. But, 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 yeah. but, I'm, but I'm saying that he, yeah. you know, I always felt that there was an ally in the White House, that there was a guy who was sane and, and intelligent and was aware of kind of like a lot of these the issues facing us. Um, and he was trying to reflect yeah. that in the institution that he ran, you know, where he could. He was made progressive in, in you know, I mean, look, you know, there, there, were, there were loads of examples of progressive governments all over the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know, Sweden implemented a rule, in Sweden all trash is burnt uh, and used to create energy. They capture 99% yeah. of all of all of the carbon released. Right. Uh, it has almost virtually no pollution whatsoever and they reuse all trash to make clean energy, you know? Um, like, uh, I don't know, where I live in, in Maryland, Silver Spring. Yeah. They, you know, it's a, I mean, it's there's a huge public I mean, library and, the, 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 uh, you know, things like that. Absolutely. They're, like, we may find that, that okay, so if, if Wall Street goes bust and capital is constrained in that regard, maybe co-op models take hold and co-op models potentially are more resilient. I don't know if this is true. I'm not an economist. Mm. I'm just saying that maybe in the absence of, maybe with a, with a foundering institution, you can have alternative institutions that inject or, or, or pick up the slack and mm. then the, the norm of doing business shifts accordingly mm. and says, okay, well, I feel like we live in extreme times right now where the system is so unyielding to even the most incremental mild change and is going to be just as bad, if not more so, for the next four years, that if it was wise, it would make like it would do the things you're talking about. Mm. But for whatever reason, there's a mental block. It, it, yeah. It's like the, our, our, our countries, the, the leaders who ultimately own and, and control the resources, for when you suggest these things, they make it seem as if you're talking about a fantasy land. Mm. And I think that is where the seeds of their own, you know, their their own blindness is going to doom us all. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, but that's why I, that's why I think that you know things like that, you know, things like Facebook, um, if the people running it are, are good people, you know, you're going to see that reflected in in, in the kind of uh, platform that they build. You know what I mean? It's like fa- I, I I feel that Facebook is very reflective of of a kind of this new sort of sweeping consciousness. 
that you're seeing around the world, you know, of interconnectivity, of doing things for the for the for the public good, and yeah, there's self-interest involved. But where isn't there self-interest? I hope you're right, man. I just, there's I self-interest. Just, I, I hope you're right. I just I feel like it's always, you know, you you bank when you bank on the kind of, on, on the goodwill of, a, of of human beings. Ultimately, I think that sometimes you're going to be right, sometimes you're going to be wrong, and I think that for me, it's more preferred to have institutions that are self-regulating that that are oh, if you could democratize you know, facebook it would be amazing that's what i'm saying yeah, like, if, like, if, like, if facebook, if facebook like, was, was was controlled was opened up um to the public and we had you know democratic control over facebook yeah like wikipedia works you know wikipedia you don't see the idea of like a wikipedia would you would think that okay like actually it would mean that you know it, you could go in there and start editing entries on race and say like, I here, you know, mm. you know, like it's, and it would be prey to supremacists and all this stuff. But no, like Wikipedia has such like a system, interesting system of participation, but also regu- self-regulation. Self-regulating, yeah. That I think that there's no, like that, if anything, like that gives me hope that like we can normalize to like a sane viewpoint if we mm. all collectively worked on things mm. you know it mm. doesn't have to degenerate to the minority because those who, who say those things that is i think oftentimes very loud but it's a fringe viewpoint you know? yeah yeah it's, it's a fringe a normal viewpoint. Viewpoint. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean you know it's like people are people good or bad i think for the most part they're good yeah there's bad in them but right. for the most part they're good you know right. and i think wikipedia is a good example of that yeah, there's a lot of nonsense on Wikipedia, sure. but it gets yeah, it does yeah. get there are responsible people that say. Uh-uh. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying it could be so much worse given how it operates. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact that it is even reasonable and generally mm. a reasonable place to get, you should always do research beyond it, obviously, and mm. fact check and there's errors and all that. Mm. I'm just saying, given like, you would expect it to just be a, a, a mess, mm. like a horrible embarrassment, you know. That's what we need. We need a Wikipedia, a Facebook type Wikipedia, right. or a Wikipedia type Facebook thing. Right, so right. There we go. Yeah. Um, so listen, if there are any engineers out there listening, computer engineers, out there, get get working. We need we need a new social network that's uh, run by us, for us, by us. Is that the right way around? Yeah, that'll work. For us, by <laughs> whatever. Anyway, we that's that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back hopefully next week. I think we'll be back next week. Yep. Uh, with more um, enlight- hopefully enlightening discussions somewhat yeah. um, anyway remember neither of us are experts just no. want to put this out yeah. again please take all of this with a pinch of salt and uh, it's food food for thought alright see you next week <laughs>